enriching your life one story at a time. This is the Chicken Soup for the Soul podcast with Editor-in-Chief Amy Newmark. Hey, it's Amy Newmark with your Chicken Soup for the Soul. And today I'm going to share a couple of stories with you from our best-selling book, Chicken Soup for the Soul, Angels and the Miraculous. These stories of angels and miracles will strengthen your faith that good things do happen to good people. And sometimes these miracles are hard to explain away. It's hard to find a so-called rational reason for why they happened. That's the case with the stories I'm featuring today. Our first story is by Dave Bachman, who tells us that his daughter was getting married and he was a bundle of nerves, a basket case. He went out into the garden to do some work. The garden had become his place of refuge. It had been his mother's garden before she passed, and now David tried to keep it up, although he didn't have the magic touch that she had. As David was cutting back some roses, a stranger appeared and said, Good afternoon. David was startled. He hadn't heard anyone coming, and his dog hadn't even woken up at the appearance of this man. The man complimented David on the garden, and David said it was his mother who deserved the credit. She was the gardener. And then he divulged that she had passed away a few months earlier. And then, for some reason, he kept talking to the stranger, telling him how stressed he was about his daughter's upcoming bridal shower, bachelorette party, and wedding, and how he used the garden as a refuge. He talked about how close his daughter had been to her grandmother and how sad he was that his mother wouldn't get to see the wedding. And then the man reached out and touched David's shoulder, and David started crying. David apologized to the stranger, and the man said it was perfectly natural for him to be crying with all that he was going through. And then he asked if David had ever heard of heart's desire, which David had not heard of. The man explained that it was a perennial, Dianthus heart's desire, pink flowers with a ruby-red center and a clove fragrance. He pointed out where he thought it should be planted and said that David's mother would have liked it there. The site he pointed out was where David's mother had planted tulips, and David said he didn't think that he should plant another perennial there. And the man said that was probably right, but still, it would be the perfect spot for heart's desire. And then he called David William, which was his middle name. The only person who ever called David William was his mother. Just then, David's dog finally stirred and began barking at the stranger. David bent over to calm her, which only took a few seconds. When he straightened back up, the stranger was gone, and he wasn't out on the street in either direction, he had simply vanished. Now David was puzzled, confused, and a little frightened, too. He went inside and told his wife what had transpired. When he finished, she simply asked, Do you believe in angels? David said he didn't know, but she pointed out that there was no way this man could have known to call him William. She said it was obvious. They had to go to the nursery and buy some Heart's Desire flowers to plant. They planted them right where the stranger had said. And as they were working, David's trowel hit something hard. At first, he thought it was a rock. 
but when he brushed it off, he gasped. It was his mother's lost diamond ring. They had been searching for it ever since she died. And she had been working in the garden right up to the end of her life. That ring must have fallen off her finger while she was working in that area of the garden, the area where she had planted the tulips. David says, We had been searching for mom's ring ever since she had passed. Our daughter's fiance had asked for one of the diamonds from her ring, wanting to have it set in the wedding ring he was presenting to our daughter, knowing how close she had been to her grandmother. We had searched everywhere, the hospital, hospice, her personal belongings without any luck. Now that had all changed. It would be the connection between the old and the new, between two generations, between a grandmother and her granddaughter. And it would lead to something else as well, my belief in angels. Obviously, I had just met one. Melanie McBride has another perplexing story for us. She says, It was a normal Wednesday by any measure. I had just gotten home from work and was getting dinner ready when suddenly a painful ring sounded in my ear. I knew instantly that I needed to call my grandmother. Something was wrong. Melanie called her grandmother, but she didn't answer. That was highly unusual because her grandmother always had her cordless phone by her side. After trying a few more times, Melanie knew that someone had to go to her grandmother's home in person. She called her sister and her father and told them that something was wrong and they needed to drive one state over to her grandmother's house to check on her. Melanie hopped in her car and drove to pick up her father and sister, and then they got on I-95. When they got to her grandmother's house, all the lights were off. It was all locked up. They had no way to get inside. Melanie peered inside one of the windows where the blind was a little crooked. And then she saw it, barely, in the darkened room. She could just make out a pale hand on the floor. She pounded on the window, and this time she could hear a faint cry for help. Melanie's father smashed the window of the back door with a rock and they got in, finding her grandmother lying on the floor of her dining room, her shoulder clearly broken. You got my call? She asked hoarsely, and then she began to weep. She had been lying on the floor since the night before when she fell during dinner. She said that she called Melanie over and over again, but she didn't have her phone by her side and there were no incoming calls from her on Melanie's cell phone. Melanie says, And then I knew, even though she hadn't called me, somehow I still received her message. How in the world was this possible? I could find no logical reason for any of it. But instead of worrying over it, I decided to trust my instincts once again. I set aside my shock, held onto my grandmother's hand, And thank God I answered her call that day. I'm Amy Newmark. Thanks for listening to these stories from Chicken Soup for the Soul, Angels, and the Miraculous. You can go to our website, chickensoup.com, and click on the podcast button to read more about this book and all the topics it covers. You'll find the book wherever books are sold, including Walmart, Barnes & Noble, and Amazon. 
You can also sign up for our newsletter and receive a free Chicken Soup for the Soul story every day in your email with stories from this book and our other new bestsellers. Just go to our website and click on newsletters and you can pick the ones you want. And please come back for our next episode to hear a couple of stories about another kind of miracle, about when love is meant to be and two people find each other under magical circumstances. From Chicken Soup for the Soul, all you need is love. You've worked hard for what you have, your money, your assets, your 401k and home. Isn't it all worth protecting? Nearly one in four consumers have been a victim of identity theft. LifeLock Ultimate Plus helps protect your finances with up to $3 million in reimbursement. LifeLock alerts you to identity threats you might miss. And if your identity is stolen, your dedicated U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. Let LifeLock help protect what you've worked so hard for. Save 25% off your first year on LifeLock Ultimate Plus at LifeLock.com aware. Terms apply.